Okay. We are back. Dama Bums. Dama Bum podcast. Recognize. Right. We took last week off because it was Thanksgiving and just too busy. And plus, I mean, there's not anything going on in the world that's interesting oh or crazy at all last week. So. Well, we have to be like our tireless public servants in the legislative uh, <laughs> and, and make sure and get our vacations, you know. That's We're right. not getting paid for them. But. <laughs> oh, man. It's a crazy time right now. Like Holy all these, these sexual harassment stuff going on. Like there's people getting fired left and right or resigning. Garrison Keeler today and Matt Lauer. That, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's insane. I mean, you just, you just don't know what's what's be lurking behind the next door. I I mean, this it's it's really interesting, like to see the the dominoes fall. We kind of talked about that before, but yeah. I think that maybe this is there's been a, such a span of time, like somebody like the Prairie Home Companion dude, that he's been working that like he was possibly just like the old boys club, like even more acceptable, even though I don't think it's acceptable, but he was still like doing that sort of, yeah. well, this is how men maintain their power or whatever. You expose yourself and jerk off in front of your <laughs> secretary or whatever. I don't know what he, what he did, but <laughs> I didn't read <laughs> up on it. You know, uh, I think like he said, he put his hand on someone's back or something, but okay, you see, that doesn't seem like a fire bare back and he slid it up about eight inches <laughs> or something like that. Oh, Wait, he was barebacking someone? What's what's this? Thing? I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Without well, a Willie Nelson. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I you know it's it's sort of it's just sort of crazy. Like I, I guess you know like none of this like a lot of these things that are reported they're they're terrible and you know they're not acceptable and it's, it's sort of baffling to me that people do them. But I can totally see how somebody who's been working for like thirty years, forty years in like radio, TV. Uh, you know that maybe they, you know, they've met a lot of different people, and you know, maybe they've crossed the line here or there. And I don't know that it always means that they're like sexual predators or harassers or whatever. Right. I think that that's just or that like, they're Bill Cosby's or whatever. Right. I mean, and and then those extreme cases like Bill Cosby or like you know the weird shit like Louis C.K. But like I think right. sometimes you know it's it isn't really you know I'm really not trying to justify people acting badly, but like people like men and women or men and men or whatever who you know sometimes they're not it's not always black and white how those encounters go down like one person might see it one way and another person might see it a totally different way and then the next thing you know it's like you know sexual harassment or whatever i think especially 20 30 years ago when there was just not nearly as much public awareness of what that meant or what that really involved so I right. don't know. I mean, I just, it, I hope, you know, I'm glad to see like people coming forward and telling their stories and, you know, powerful shitty assholes taking, a, you know, getting taken uh, down a peg. But I also worry like, you know, how many people are going to get caught in a crossfire that's really just not right. the same like level of, of offense, I guess. I don't know. Well, I mean, like take a, a note from Lou, uh, Louis C.K. or, and, uh, how how else are you really supposed to like you know hit on a woman except for pull out your dick and start jerking off? Right, that you know, is the isn't only. That just like normal. That's what they teach in like I think junior high and stuff. And then right, the, the sex, sex ed class. Ed, yeah, and they're yeah. like if you want to date a woman, the best way to do it is just disrobe completely. 
<laughs> and make that flaccid motherfucker hard right there and then. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> you or, you know, if you want to get even more old school, the, uh, the Cosby school, you know, invite a woman over, drug her and have sex with her while she's asleep. Right. So, you know, allegedly. Totally, totally normal. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly say 30 odd women. You know, I still, you know, I love it. I go on Twitter, of course. I always go on Twitter so I can piss myself off. And you see right. the Matt Lauer stuff. And who's who's commenting on Matt Lauer? Oh, it's Mr. Trump himself. Mr. Right. Pussy Grabber in Chief talking about how bad. It's like, dude, um, I, I don't even know. I, I should just block Trump. <laughs> I can't. I should. Uh, women that are accusing you right now. And how many yeah. more have you paid Name off over women. Yeah. yeah there's other like so there's like four or five other like anonymous and then yeah how many has he paid off right uh he's just such a fuckhead oh god he this he's he is but whoever is running the robot you ever see that men in black where yeah. that guy has like the little alien inside of him that's running like <laughs> the, the the cockroach thing yeah yeah like the that's sort of like what I kind of imagine Trump. It's like him posting this, like these racist videos on Twitter about this, like anti-Muslim stuff from a confirmed racist, like somebody who's done jail time for hate crimes. Like and, three separate tweets about this shit. Right. And I think that it's all like, don't pay attention to the tax plan. Yeah, pretty Look much. Look at me. I'm a racist buffoon. Who cares? You know? Yeah. Like the art of distraction. Yeah. I think there is something to of that I think that's going absolutely on. true. I just think it's I think that what bothers me is that it's so shameless. You know, right. like I get it. Like politics is about distracting your opponents. It is about fucking with the other team. But it's like, you know, there's a level of just basic human decency that we'd expect from someone in that position and like those those anti-Muslim tweets are just not not that level. I you know, it's just it's so far beyond the acceptable range. I think you know it's fine. And to call I mean, Elizabeth Warren Pocahontas when oh you're talking God. with the Navajo code talkers, like yeah, I had some people when I when I said fuck. when I tweeted about that and I said it, it pissed me off. Like people are like, oh, just just like a white guy to get offended for some other race. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Right. What I I I I can be offended. Like I'm not personally offended. I just find it really like a, a horrible thing to say about these men who are you know who were world war two veterans and, and, and helped beat the Nazis, you know, and the Japanese. It's like, I'm offended. Cause I saw that Disney movie and Pocahontas seemed like a really nice lady. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and if Elizabeth Ward is like her <laughs> goddamn right. Yeah. Yeah. Now I, I haven't really dug into the Warren story that much about how she claimed some like Cherokee heritage or whatever. That's like a, a whole nother bag of worms, sure. but um, it's just such bad. Like what's his, he just can't let he can't like leave it well enough alone. Just like everything's about him. He's such a fucking narcissist. And it, it's not just him, it's these trumpets too. Mm -hmm. Like um we had some like in-laws over for uh Thanksgiving, and I said something about Trump. And I said something about how um the uh uh What's his name? He's working with the special prosecutor now. Um, Flynn. Yeah. He's working with the special prosecutor. And my in-law was like, 
well, why don't they lock Hillary Clinton up? She sold uranium to oh my God. Russia. And I was like, who cares about fucking Hillary Clinton? <laughs> like, what the fuck? She's not the president. Like, it's like did, yeah. did you see that bit where they were asking, I think it was Jimmy Kimmel, they're, they were on the street and asking people if Hillary Clinton should be impeached. Oh my God, really? Like, yeah, yes, yes, <laughs> she should be, she should be impeached. Like, holy fuck, man. The level of stupidity is really, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of funny and it's kind of sad. I mean, that shit's always been like, we, we, we laugh about the people that say she should be impeached, but it's the same, like the, like Jay Leno was doing those like walk on the street bits where they'd ask like really obvious questions to people and they'd have no fucking clue, you know, and to, sure. it's, it's, to some degree, of course they are cherry picking too, but it is, it is, amazing. of course, you know, it's, yeah. It, and the, the just like the the double standards, I don't know, I don't know. I mean, there's people like that on on both sides of the of the political spectrum, and certainly like <laughs> we talked a lot about like fake news in the Republican uh, side and during the election. But I see a lot of fake news, uh, you know, targeting liberals these days, and sure. you know, people just want to they want to hear what they want to hear, so they they listen to that and they don't research it and they act like idiots because of it. So right. Speaking of cherry picking, yeah, uh, cherries cheap, are good. A cheap pie. Oh uh, yeah, good side. Wow, <laughs> holy shit, that was that was impressive. Him <laughs> him cherry picking his freaking his economists that show such and such. It's like, dude, uh, it was it was a good seg, but then I just got overloaded with all the things that I want to say about a cheap pie. You had like a net neutrality, like aneurysm. Yeah, I really did. And it, all it makes me say is nationalize it. Nationalize oh, yeah. it. We need a no, public I, internet in this country. I agree. You know, if this is where we're going with this just greedy corporate takeover of the internet and like the destruction of everything that makes the internet at least somewhat decent, you know, it's like, yeah, like fuck the ISPs. Like, they're, right. you know, and this is this is the thing. It's like... To me, it kind of reminds me of right before the French Revolution. You know, not quite to that degree, but like, you know, like the, the arrogance. We go with the guillotines again. Yeah, no, I mean, but this is what happens when you, go, when you take things too far. And this is what I feel like is happening right now is that the Republican Party, incompetent as they may be, with, with net neutrality, with the tax bill, with all this stuff, is that they're just going to push it too far. And eventually, people are going to be like, wait, wait a minute. What the fuck? Like... Why do I have to pay more for my Xbox Live now? Why do I have to pay more for Netflix? Like, what are all these? What? Oh, like, wait. So I have to pay my shitty Comcast $120 a month, and now they're making me pay more for all my other services because they're fast laning and slow laning shit. And like, it's just, I, I don't know. It's it's a it's a freaky time. I'm really worried about the internet. I like the internet. I don't want it's, it to, to change. <laughs> it's just another part of the Republicans' plan to dismantle our government. That's that's all it is. Deregulate, deregulate, deregulate. And this is a Jeep pie fuck. He he's Horizon. got goofy ass grin. I think he's got falsies too. Not to attack like his appearance, <laughs> but he's got a fucked up grin. And no 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 uh, offense to people who have falsies. They go for it, but uh, he does have a really shit eating grin, doesn't he? He does, and he oh, was a, a lawyer for Verizon. Oh yeah, drain this one. A lawyer for Verizon. Uh, 
oh, oh God, slow lanes, fast lanes, all of it. It's just like he's saying, well, when the dot-com boom happened, it was like the Wild West of the Internet. And okay, it was. And we had a really huge growth at that time in the 90s when the WWW, like say 94 to like 2003 or something like that when yeah. net neutrality was, new. was coined about 2000. It was all new. Okay, so we had the Wild West. Everybody benefited. It was like a free-for-all. We didn't need much regulations. But when Obama came in, we did need regulations because mm -hmm. people like Comcast and Verizon were blocking sites, throttling sites, essentially gearing people towards their own content. And that's not what the mm -hmm. Internet is about. And the Internet was created as a public infrastructure project with tax dollars. And now yeah. they're selling it fucking back to us. And for a yeah. G-Pi to be like, well, we need that like light finger of regulation now. It's like, no, Obama wasn't a fool. We needed the net neutrality regulations of 2014, 2015, the, the Title II um, regulations, because Comcast was out of fucking control. Comcast, mm -hmm. Verizon, like these – and. All the internet service providers have a fucking stranglehold on everything. So we needed... There's no competition. That's one thing, you know? Like, yeah, well, it's not like we have a lot world. of an abundance of choice between internet providers, you know? Right. Like... Right. I, and and, and, it, and it's like... You're right. I mean, it, for, for one thing, that this was all built off of tax dollars. This is an... Inf the internet is an infrastructure project. I mean, and the ISPs are just road builders and main, you know road maintenance. This would be like handing over like all the roads in the country to private corporations who could then dictate the speed limits and where you could drive, and which businesses got to be on the the good roads and which businesses got to be on the bad roads. Like if you, I mean, and this is this is where it's crazy to me because if if you look at like old school like republicanism. Like the idea is, you know, the government shouldn't be involved in too many things, but it certainly should be involved in some things, you know, right. including like good roads, police, interstate trade, interstate trade, schools, you know, the basic stuff, like to some degree, that's the old school. But now it's like, you know, fuck, fuck all government. Just let's get it out of everything and let's let's hand it over to corporations that can then go willy nilly with with the economy. And, and it's really scary. I, economically, I think it's very frightening what kind of, you know, we've, there's been such progress in certain areas, and I feel like it could just go backwards. Right. You know, like, I don't, I don't want, I mean, honestly, I like having the ability to go on Netflix and stream shows instead of having to go to Hulu, for Comcast, you know, Comcast yeah. acquisition. Yeah, and I, I like being able to, uh, to, to have that choice. And pretty soon we're going to be get, like pretty much giving it over to to these ISPs. And I know Netflix like it does use a lot of bandwidth and whatnot. But you know, like that's competition. Well, that when, is actual when Netflix was throttled by Comcast, Netflix literally paid a ransom to them for them that's to stop throttling happen. them. That's what's going to happen gonna now, happen. right? Yeah. Or and actually, I'm, they're going to pass that down to the consumer, and the consumer is going to pay the ransom. To get the that's content exactly. that you want, if you have the money to pay the ransom. One, yeah, and one thing that's crazy to me is, you know, a lot of like free market types uh, say, you know, there's there's winners and losers, and through competition, that that sort of thing is determined. And the problem here is that we're 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 giving the the winners and losers 
the, the choice of the winners and losers over to non-competitive entities who have been heavily subsidized by taxpayers to then go and choose winners and losers right. in a completely unfair system. It's I can't believe that anybody who supports like e economic growth and free markets would would approve of this at all. It just boggles the mind. Well, I I, I kind of see the the Obama the 2014-2015 like um, reclassifying the internet as um, a community service, like as a utility essentially, as as if somebody was back right before the Gilded Age happened. You know, back before all the monopolies, before the Rockefellers, the Chase, J.P. Morgan, mm -hmm. and somebody came in and said, you know what, we shouldn't let them do that. And that's that's what I see uh, as Obama's uh, legislation about the keeping the internet neutral is rather than letting these ISPs have the monopoly and have all the control before it becomes tyranny, we stop them. Mm -hmm. As people, we make this legislation that's reasonable to say, no, content is king. You are, you're providing the, the tunnel, but content is king. We need content. We need all the content to be free. You can't decide what content is good. And th this Ajit Pai, what he is doing is essentially saying that politically affiliated ISPs can determine elections. Politically affiliated ISPs can stop you from participating in something like, mm -hmm. say, uh, a, a petition. A petition happens online a lot now. So somebody, you get an email about a petition, you have to click on it to go to a website. Say you have Comcast, they don't want you to participate in that pe petition. They just blocked that whole fucking site. Yeah. So you can't lend your voice to anything anymore. Or what about, uh, yeah, pol political groups. What about, let's say, something some, a political group we really don't like, like uh, uh, the, the skinheads. You know, right. what are they? let's say they have a website and Comcast says, you know what, we're going to shut them down. Well, that's an outcome that, that I don't hate because I, I think skinheads are horrible. But that's also now the ability for these ISPs to really control political voices, including ones you, you do like. Right. And or at least even if they don't shut them down, just throttle them to the point where there's, you know, no point to, to even right. exist. It's just a, it's it's not a it's a very dangerous system. And I, I, I'm fucking I'm still just amazed. You know, I'm amazed that like I, I keep hoping that we'll get like this this crazy last minute maneuver by Trump. Honestly, as much as I don't like Trump, I keep thinking maybe in the in the 11th hour, he's going to be like, you know what? Never mind. Like this is going to hurt people who voted for me. This is going to hurt this country, and I, I, I'm going to stop it in its tracks, and and tell him to stand down. I don't well, know. He has his Ukrainian cronies buying up Verizon stocks at a fucking heartbeat. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Like, he's got nothing but that. I. This it. This. This is probably the tax plan is a fucking horrible thing. But this net neutrality is how you can never get out of that tax plan. Yeah. If you end net neutrality, you end people's access to free information and the dissemination of free information. So you can no longer, essentially, you'll be on like Comcast on the Fox News plan. Yeah. So you'll only be getting served up websites that are on the Fox News plan. Yeah. And so, so talk about a an echo chamber. You can't even get somebody on Facebook that's like, that's fake news because no, they'll be fucking blocked by your ISP. 
You know, be on a different ISP. The whole notion that deregulation immediately leads to competition is so fucking stupid. I can't even fucking stand it. Look at radio. Look no further than radio to see how deregulation does not create more competition or diversity. The, the radio is basic. Most radio stations are owned either by like, you know, kind of the old school, like classic rock stuff or like right wing corporations. You know, right. the, the Sinclair group and shit. They, as soon as they dereg re deregulated radio so that these big corporations could own more stations in more locations and more in single cities and everything like that, the, the sooner it became a monolithic enterprise where there was virtually no competition at all. And radio is a terrible, I mean, it's just a horrible industry. And that's deregulation right there. There is a time and place when deregulation works, just like there's a time and place when, when you know, taxes need to be cut. There's a time and place for all these things. Taxes can get too high. Uh, regulation can become onerous, and 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 it can it can require a little bit of changes. I mean, fucking Jimmy Carter deregulated like the airline and trucking industries in ways that a lot of people agree probably needed to happen. Uh, but but you do you 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 get rid of something like net neutrality, and and you're just asking for this 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 sort of march towards monopolization and narrowing of ideas and you know there's a reason that we bust up monopolies there's a reason that we have these protections in place and it's because it's not it's not because we're trying to be like this you know socialist nation it's because we're trying to be fucking a competitive we're trying to have real markets that actually work and mark for markets to work you need to have some guidelines i, I just this is again this is, goes back to this sort of like techno libertarian like we know better than everyone else. Uh, you know, politi politics can't do anything. Regulation can't. I, I just that whole mentality is just so full of shit. We don't have the data to back it up, but we know we're right. Yeah, we have a. We've read a lot of Ayn Rand, and so we know <laughs> that you know uh, that this will work. Uh, we don't actually read economics uh, papers or books, but uh, but Rand says this, and so that's what it is. Well, did you did you? Um read anything or, or see anything about why uh, the pie fuck is um, the pie fucking pie trumpet face. is trying to uh, <laughs> um, why he says we need to get rid of this classification as a, a utility um, no so essentially he says that since the the legislation went in the investment in infrastructure by these giant companies like Comcast and Verizon is down like $1 billion. And so he's, he's t talking competition out one side, but at the other side, he's saying, well, we need to free them up to invest more money, which is a fucking total lie. Those fucking Comcast and Verizon have a 95% profit margin. 95 fucking percent. What other business has that? Like yeah, not, investment not in infrastructure? <laughs> they don't, I got, I got some reasons why they're not investing in infrastructure other than this fucking regulation that doesn't stop them from investing in infrastructure. Right. By not at way. all. So <laughs> here's one reason why um, they, uh, they, they might not be investing in infrastructure. They don't need to. They already have the big cities mm -hmm. on lockdown. They already have most of the population covered by their networks and they don't give a fuck about the 
people that make less than $50,000 a year, like uh, specifically the black and Hispanic communities, that uh, about 30% of those people that make less than $50,000 a year have no internet access. And they have no, the Comcast, these big ISPs have no desire to make them customers because they're not yeah. a good selling point. Like yeah. that might be why their investment's down. And why would you invest when you already have a 95% fucking? <laughs> yeah. yeah well, other I mean, than that, oh, go ahead. Like in, in, my, in my neighborhood in the center of town in a nice, fairly affluent neighborhood, uh, I get jack shit service from Verizon. Right. You know, and I have complained and I have it. You know, if they're not even going to bother there and they still get my over a hundred dollars a month, you know, like, right. of course, they're not going to try to service those those lower income areas and the rural areas, you know, where a lot of trumpets are from. Uh, right. We do. We, we need to. So in a lot of European countries and even like Eastern European countries, you know, they do treat the Internet as an actual utility. Internet is and phone service, too. Like wireless, like cell phone service, way cheaper than we pay here. Right. Way, 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 way cheaper. And more universally well, uh, uh, accessible. Uh, accessible, yeah. That's the word I was looking for. And here, you know, I, I, the, the Europeans I know are always just baffled by what we pay for our, for our monthly cell phone plans and internet. You know, where they're paying a few dollars a month, we're paying $40, $50, $60 for each of those things, you know? Right. Or more if you want a decent speed and a hundred dollars a month if you want Comcast here if you want MediaCom here which is a Comcast subsidiary yeah, yeah. I mean I pay I well I have two I have I pay for internet at work and at home and then my Verizon and, and then I also get DirecTV just for some of the shows that I review but it's like right. man those they're already they're making a killing off of people like me oh, they're making a killing off of everybody and they're not doing anything all they do is once the infrastructure is laid. A lot of these companies even make you pay for repairs unless you buy insurance on top of that. <laughs> they actually, here, here's my other reason why they're not investing their billions of dollars in infrastructure because they're passing it down to the consumer. Mm -hmm. On my Century Link, which is a DSL uh, internet, I pay a $4 fee every month. And in my area, you only have two internet providers. And both of them charge the same fee. And yeah. that is for the development of infrastructure. So, yeah, it's true that Comcast isn't investing their billions of dollars into infrastructure because I am investing my money in mm -hmm. infrastructure. And they're not yep. even bringing me better service or anything in my neighborhood because we already have wire wires. They're charging me a fee essentially for no reason. It's a scam, man. And they're probably getting a fucking write-off on that shit. It's such a scam. It, it, That's why I do think we need, to, we need to nationalize. I, you know, I don't say that lightly either. I don't think like most industries should like face nationalization because I think it's, it's a, it's a scary thing. Like we don't, we don't want the government trying to run like most businesses it just doesn't work, but sure. this is an infrastructure. Again, it's a utility. It is utility. in the realm of government and all the good stuff that comes from it, like the cool phone you have and stuff, that they don't make that. Right. <laughs> you know, Samsung's and Apple, uh, these companies are making the phones. And right. on the internet, all the good content, they don't make that. That's no. made by media organizations and Netflix and all that. They are making that. 
All these people do, all these companies do is provide us with roads for our data. Right. And, and, and once the, I mean, and yes, that's a monumental task, but it's not, it's not a creative one. It's not a competitive one. It's not one that should be rewarded by giving them control of the roads, like fucking bandits. Like it's just crazy that we're rewarding people that essentially do what a government is supposed to do. I mean, that is what a government is supposed to do. Maintain the roads, even roads. The the highest rated ISP in the U S is the IS all the ISPs are rated horrible, like worldwide. Like we do not compete even though the United States invented the internet. Yeah. With public funding, it's a DARPA project. The internet is a DARPA project that was paid for by public money. DARPA bombs. And it, DARPA bombs. <laughs> uh, but the, the, the highest rated internet in the country is actually in Chattanooga, Tennessee, which is fucked up. But it's a municipal company. Yeah. It's literally a public, publicly owned ISP that has great service, a reasonable price, good speeds and if you're poor they subsidize you like so what the fuck are we doing that spending all this money on comcast terrible that just sounds oh terrible. my god <laughs> i just i don't even know how you could approve of such a thing that helping poor people <laughs> while <laughs> providing your customers with uh you know not only good service and a good price, but they're also the deciding members of how it's developed. Yeah. Like you have a democratic public utility in Chattanooga, Tennessee yeah, of all fucking places. That's better because the people have an impact the people have a voice in how that is developed and how their service works. And of course these public servants are going to, cater more to their community. Comcast has no community. Verizon has no community. Right. Verizon and Comcast. angry customers. <laughs> they have angry customers as a motherfucker because they, so it sucks. <laughs> it, it's so, it, it's, it fucking sucks. The customer service sucks. But yeah. they only care about shareholders. Oh, yeah. They only care about their CEO making millions and millions and hundreds of millions of dollars and then even the dividends thing like okay well we'll squirt a few dollars towards those million people like what the fuck dude we well, why don't we nationalize it's it's not like it's not like you know companies like apple or something are like these wonderful things but they do at least have to you know they have to compete a little bit it, and and it, in a way that that Verizon and Comcast just don't have to do. It's it's just not even the same, uh, the same. You know. So at least these other companies, you know, if they screw up, like consumers have a very easy choice to make. Like, well, if I buy, a, you know, if I buy a Samsung phone, and then for two years my phone's terrible, well, I can easily just go buy an Apple phone the next time. Uh, if Netflix raises its prices, well, I can be like, yeah, I'm going to go to Amazon Prime instead. But if my internet company screws me over, treats me like crap, et cetera, et cetera, there is very little I can do about it. It's just not the same kind of business. And again, that's more like having a government anyways, you know? We- well, I, I've talked to you about my uh, um, 
encounter with the two internet service providers here in Davenport, Iowa. Yeah. And when I said like, okay, I was on a contract and I was getting a certain upload and download. Uh, the cable company Mediacom actually shut my internet down completely so that they could force a sales call on me when my contract ended. Shut my internet off. So I had to call them. They were like, well, do you want to upgrade? I was like, no. <laughs> like, okay. And then they were giving me like 0.02 upload speeds. Like 0.02 when they were giving me 15 megs on my other contract. Yep. Sounds and about right. <laughs> they forced me into this thing and I called them and I was like, okay, well, you know, sometimes when you talk to them, they'll give you something. And I was like, I'm going to switch companies. And the motherfucker seriously giggled. <laughs> like, go ahead. DSL doesn't have any capability of competing with these speeds. Huh. You know? And you know what? I said, okay, well, fuck you. I'm going to change anyways. Yep. Because you're literally not giving me service now. You're charging me a premium and you're not giving me service. So I'm going to switch anyways. So. Yep. Well, I mean, that's and and that's the case. For, it's kind of like where we're at with healthcare plans these days. Oh God! It's like, oh, you want to switch healthcare plans? You actually, you actually can't. And it's like, oh, well, it's a good thing that we don't have a public option or or you know some because oh wait, uh, actually it would be amazing to have a public option. And that's that's what really we got to look at this and say, well, this also needs a public option. Like we need. Yes. We need public options in these areas that are essentially public services. And yeah. it's a failure of our culture and of our political class and of our, you know, wider, the wider mentality that we don't have these things because we really should. It was not like they would fix everything, but it would fix a lot of things. It would fix a lot of things. I mean, healthcare, like this tax bill is like, well, you're going to save $1,200 a year <laughs> in uh, taxes. Yeah, a lot of people don't you even... make less than $70,000 a year, but your insurance premium is going to be $8,000 a year. <laughs> I... Or more. Or more. I mean, like mine, I think, is already like around $6,500 premium. Right. Or yeah, um, with an eight thousand dollar deductible. No, the deductible is like sixty five hundred. My premium is over is over twelve thousand dollars a year. So, oh my god, it's it's crazy, you know, because I don't I don't get subsidies. So, and I have two kids, and add it all up, and you're just fucking screwed. You're paying like a, a mortgage payment every month to a fucking, uh, and you know, like fine, like I know, like maybe taxes would be higher if it was uh, public, you know, if we had a single payer or something. But man, I'd rather just have that at least. I'd rather just have where we're all in the same pool. I mean, it's so stupid to be so fractured with something like healthcare. It just makes no sense. There's something that is overlooked by the libertarian and the conservatives about competition. It's like, well, okay, a single payer healthcare system doesn't have competition, but it has a, a fixed price. <laughs> And it's a lower price because we all are buying into mm -hmm. it. It's it, like, well, competition here's the thing. is one thing, but 
well, well, we don't need to have competition in every single thing either. You know, like we're perfectly happy to, to have one basically water utility, right? Water goes out to everybody's houses. We pay a very small amount for it. It's just Unless everybody gets it. And oh well, yeah, well, okay, well, Flynn is, you know, there's obviously problems with that analogy, but okay. you know, Sorry. like what what we should, uh, you know, what we want with like healthcare is that there's competition between drug makers, that there's competition between medical equipment companies, competition between healthcare providers. But we don't necessarily need competition between insurance companies. What we need is just a giant pool where all of the risk and cost and everything else is just dumped into the same huge bucket so that everybody benefits. Because you're never getting yes. rid of sick people. You're never getting rid no. of old people. Old people. I mean, the Nazis, Young they people. Burning mothers. Yeah, I mean, these things are just, that's how it goes. And, and that's why healthcare is, that's one reason why healthcare is so expensive. And that's not going to change. All we can do is try to make that, is to level out that risk and cost. And that's well, not done through competition. Well, so expensive in America because we don't want to pool our resources. Rather, exactly. we want a free market so that we can pay more and we, <laughs> we can subsidize insurance companies. Yeah. And, and that's why we want a free market. You know. No, it's, it's true. It's fucking weird. I don't, it's I really don't... fucking weird. I don't. I don't. It's understand a marketing it. campaign by the fucking conservatives. Like, they don't know how to actually progress into the future. Yeah, I think is a lot of the problem. Yeah, but oh, yeah. we're not going to live in a future where every person can like work a job and pull themselves up by the bootstraps and all this and we that. That's just not going to happen. Yeah. We have automation happening. We have outsourcing happening. We have all this, but we still have people. That need to be taken care of and need to have dignity. And all of the competition in the world is not going to help that right and, and i mean there and then this is another thing it's like there's no see i hate using universal truths because you know obviously some competition in, in certain areas is great like i'm glad there's not just one restaurant in town you know that would suck yeah. you know would. but you know that's something i can choose though and and when it comes to those sorts of things where there's choice involved and not just dire necessity that it's a very different equation but uh and, and the same thing with like you know i don't get to choose you know to some degree in a bigger city you can choose what road to drive on i can choose to take the public road or the toll road or whatever um and 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 so i get that there's there when it comes to infrastructure there's times when there's you know a little bit more choice than say something like healthcare. but even so like for the most part like we need to i think that the discussion of of what needs to be competition free market whatever versus what's just like universal rights universal access i think that that's the conversation that conservatives are almost incapable of having and that's exactly what obama tried to do yeah for the internet yeah for net neutrality let's make this a utility it's something that everybody needs to survive in 2014 2015 now almost 2018 we need that. We yep. need the internet. We goddamn need it. Everything we do is on the internet. Yeah. Banking. A like, huge economy is that. built. You, you sign up for Comcast, and then they're like, well, we don't support Chase Bank, so you can't do your online banking <laughs> <laughs> yeah. from Chase. Yeah. You have to switch. And the, 
I I watched this goddamn horrible Fox News um, interview where they were like, well, in a free market, if you don't like your internet service provider, you can just change. You can just switch. <laughs> and I'm like, have you ever signed up for the internet? You have to do <laughs> contracts and all kind of shit. If you sign up for a contract and then it's like they don't support your bank or you can't log into your work website, you can't just switch. You have to pay like a $1,000 changing fee. <laughs> like, yeah. like, And then you don't have anyone to switch to necessarily. Yeah, it's it's such a joke. I, I don't know. I, I, so here we are, though. This is the thing. Is It's like this isn't even a theoretical at this point. Like It looks like it's going to happen. Like net neutrality is going to die. Like that's it's, it. It's going to die for a little while. I think this is me right. being I mean, like a futurist, and I think that the future is bright. Yeah. Even though the the present is horrible. Yeah. Like I really believe that. <laughs> I laugh at me, but no, I think the future is bright. Also, I mean, I think that that this is the 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 you know. Three steps forward, two steps back type thing that we, you know, that we see in just yeah. the progress of humanity, you know. Uh, I think that it's crazy right now because we've got North Korea sending missiles up into the air and, you know, going way further than they could ever go before because usually it just sort of like crapped out like five feet away from the, you know, from the launch pad. Uh, but we have, you know, we have crazy Kim Jong-un and uh, we've got fucking Trump here, and we've got Brexit going on in, in in Great Britain, and just sort of like you just keep checking off the list of these like incompetent idiots running the world right now, and it's like, well, great. Like, what, what timing we have. But eventually it will get better. Like, I really think that there's the progressive movement is going to get some fire. They're already getting some, like, yeah, it's just so scatterbrained think, the progressive movement. You know, like it's yeah. so, so torn. It's because they don't who, have a party to belong to, and we have this two-party system. Yeah. And progressives yeah, I mean, are not Democrats, and like right, they're not. Well, you've got and you've got like the divide between. I think you've got like multiple divides. Like there's the sort of the woke progressive, like you know, always taking offense at everything, saying everything's like cultural appropriation freaking out and getting mad and mobbing on Twitter and like that whole group that just drives me crazy. Then you have like the Hillary bots who are like, uh, just, they can be kind of ridiculous. I mean, I, I'm not excusing like Bernie supporters. Bernie supporters can also be, everyone can be ridiculous, but it's so fractured is, is really the point. Like there's not really a, a unified like left of the Republicans, you know? I don't no, think but there really is no there's no unified <laughs> Republican either. There's no right. unified right either. It's so. all just crazy right now, I guess. Is, yeah. is thing, but no, but I think that the the pendulum's going to swing and the Democrats are going to get some power. Yeah, at the midterms, and that's good and that's fine. Except I'm not a Democrat. Right, right. I'm a fucking commie, and I'm a socialist, a democratic socialist. And I think that we can do more wait, wait, for wait. more Doesn't people. Doesn't that mean Nazi, democratic socialist? Wasn't Doesn't Hitler mean, a socialist? No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, no, you're right. That no, is, that's you, you're right though, because that is what the right says about democratic socialists. They yeah. said, "Well, Hitler tried that. 
But they never say, well, your fascist leader, Donald Trump, is doing that exact fucking thing right now by dividing your country. Yeah. But they do say that. Well, there's so much misunderstanding about what, like, the National Socialist Party was and how it's nothing at all like the fucking uh, Democratic Socialists of, like, uh, the Perfect. Netherlands or, you know. Right. I just, I mean, Or Canada. Yeah, or Canada or, you know, most of, you know, some version of that is is kind of in place all around uh, the developed world. It is interesting, though, how much sort of bigotry and right-wing nationalism is rising up across Europe. Mm. You know, it's not just here. Like the, that lady that Trump was retweeting yeah. was a nationalist British uh, political leader. Right, who had served jail time and actually indicted for other charges. Yeah, She's free right now, but she's under indictment yeah she's crazy and you know that's the other thing like you know what you know trump is more than welcome to point to like the horrors of isis and say isis yeah. is a terrible terrible organization because they are but when you start to like you start to like retweet people like that who are just condemning the entire muslim world it's like no man the, the muslim world in general is terrified by these people they're the ones who get killed by these people the most. Like, yeah, whatever. Fucking asshole. Yeah, you know, uh, Huckabee Sanders. Trump needs to give her a back rub oh. and all that in a bubble bath with some rubber duckies and candles <laughs> and stuff. Because she's hooking it up all the time. Yeah, yeah. And it's despicable to me, but she takes his tweets and, like, She's in, uh, indignant and all this. Like, what did she say? It might not be true, but the threat is real. <laughs> it's like, well, what the fuck do you mean? Truthiness. What do you mean the threat is real? <laughs> These videos are fake. These videos do not actually show how Islamic people are treating people that aren't Islamic. So what threat are you talking about? Just a threat from anybody? Yeah, it's it's so stupid. Like, you know, and it's so it's crazy too because like we have a great, I mean, and a great, but like the I like the news this this past week where ISIS militants ambushed and killed over three hundred people at a mosque in Egypt. You know, they that's they just, terrible. No. It was horrible, and they're Sufis, you know, which are like the more uh, you know a lot of Orthodox uh, radicals call them heretics, but they're 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 more like the Kind of a branch of Islam that's a little more mystical and whatnot, but mm -hmm. um, you know, awful, just an awful story. And it's a story that you can easily, as President Trump, point to and be like, "We need to stop these radicals. Like, we need to help stop these radicals." But instead, you know, he goes and retweets all this bullshit. So we have a fourteen-year-old for president. Well, 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 well. North Korea is firing nuclear missiles into space. We have a fourteen-year-old as president. I wonder where they got that. I I think that maybe like one of the Trump supporters actually like lent them a missile, like mm -hmm. somebody who's going to get a tax break in the U.S. It's all just this big scam, like this big, like you know, basically like a conspiracy movie or something. Yeah, well, maybe not like that, but okay, they did this big thing, and. They launched this missile, this ICBM, 2,800 miles into the atmosphere or whatever, which 
people from Southern California in the U.S. have been doing independent of their government for about 10 years. But, yeah. uh, oh, yeah, good job, buddy. But I just, I wonder if somebody is like, okay, here, here's a missile, shoot it off. Say you have your nuclear weapon and then try to feed your fucking people and stop fucking with it. <laughs> right. Like, well, the, and the, it, maybe it was China. Yeah. Because China is under pressure. Not that much because there isn't that much pressure you can put on China. I mean, you really can't put that much pressure on China. No, but they have they, the, they have a long-term strategy in mind, you know, for better or worse, the Chinese government is very long-term thinking. We don't we're not, but but they are. And you know, right now the best outcome of this North Korea situation is that they say we're a nuclear power now and that creates a state of deterrence between uh the West and North Korea where no one does anything. That's right. the best outcome. That is the that is the best outcome of nuclear power there is. And even That's, Trump's response was pretty muted compared to some of his bellicose bullshit uh, from earlier earlier confrontations. So I mean, ideally, I don't know if it was the Koch brothers or whatever. Somebody <laughs> yeah, the Koch brothers all we need to get we need to get this shit under control. <laughs> they're like, hey, don't stop threatening them. They're gonna blow up my fucking house <laughs> on the Concords and stuff. Stop it, Trump. You know. <laughs> I, I it, it was really muted. Trump's yeah. response was really muted. Yeah, maybe he was just like, "Well, we're going to yeah. do greater sanctions." And I, you know what I actually think it is, is that Xi uh, Xi uh, Ping, the Chinese um, prime minister. I don't know if you call him prime minister, but president. I don't know. I, I don't. I, I will we'll admit I readily not to be an expert on that. Trump in. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Because he's like, oh, well, it happened. I better call the Chinese president. I was on the phone today with him. China, and, I, and China told me. I like to think of Trump as like an old, an old like gay Jewish man, you know? <laughs> so I was on the phone with China, and yeah, that's how I like to think of Trump. Because I think he, he might be deep down both a closet Jew and a closet homosexual. Yes. You know? And he like, might actually just be a woman underneath. And, and maybe, like, yeah, a closet woman. Like, just all those yeah. things. All those things that, you know, he kind of seems to hate, like Jews and right. and gay people and women. And, and illegal immigrants, which he yeah, marries all yeah. the time. I know, right? Right? Well, you know, if, if the illegal immigrant is hot, well, then what's the problem? What if Trump is really just a chat bot? What if he's not be. actually a yeah, person with a wig? Just yeah. a wag the dog chatbot. <laughs> yeah, I I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, fuck, he can't be real, right? Oh God, I hope not. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, the trumpets are real. The trumpets so are real. Regardless, culture is real. Of, it's. You know, it's not going away. And I think we should be compassionate towards the people of North Korea. Well, sure. They're fucking... I think we should not just be like, we're going to handle that. And, <laughs> handle that. And, and even if he's <laughs> talking to the, the prime minister of China or whatever, the president of China, and he's like, stop sending them food. 
That's a fucking horrible thing. That is a horrible thing. Like, Even I if the food doesn't help that better. much. The food? Well, I mean, I know that there's so much corruption there that a lot of this, the, the aid we can get them the food. Is, is misdirected and, right. and lines the pockets of fucking assholes. But it's still worth doing because, you know, like you do that sort of thing because it's the right thing to do. You help people well, in these places with, because with it's all South you can Korea, do. South Korea's relationship with North Korea, I think, is how the world should handle um, isolationist countries. Yeah. They should try to show them that democracy is better. Like, the, the cult of personality, the cult of ideology, like, flood their markets with propaganda and, like, in South Korea, they fly balloons with iPods over the, the, the border all the time. Like, they try and, like, show, like, I think that's better than the military response. It's similar with yep. what's going on in Iran. Although, I think Iran actually wants to enter the world. They're a young country. Yeah. Um, I think, well, I think they really are. there's com obviously such competing interests in Iran compared to like North Korea. I mean, there are, of course, but in Iran, there's there's different political parties. There's the progressives and there's, you know, in, in North Korea, it's just like very, it's, it's there are no parties. Utterly totally totalitarian. Yeah. Right. It's, but I, I think know. that when you get people to def defect by popularizing a better way of life, I think that, have you heard about this in the tax bill? Is like um, cutting funding to the State Department. Really? That's stupid. And, and Donald Trump said, the only thing we need when dealing with other countries is me. Oh, God. We yes. don't need fucking diplomats. We need me. Oh, you fucking, you don't speak anything but English. You You don't care about anything else except for like your Ukrainian love slaves, oh, or whoever you got married to, uh, that was wrong. <laughs> Sorry, uh, first lady and and previous uh, spouses, but uh, it seems like he always does like pick illegal immigrants for his love children <laughs> or love slaves or whatever. But like. Who, like, he said that, like, literally the diplomatic corps is useless, worthless. They do nothing. Let's get rid of them. And whatever I say goes. Like, you could not be going to China without the fucking State Department. Because you don't speak fucking Mandarin. You don't speak any Chinese language. <laughs> Like they are, no, but they speak Trump. You know, they can just like listen to his words, and and immediately they'll know what he means, and he can negotiate because he wrote a book about that. So it's <laughs> he okay. Ghost, somebody ghost wrote that book. And when he dies, they can, they can just put on, you know, videos of him saying things. He'll record a bunch of pre-recorded messages for all the countries of the world, oh and God. you know, one man band for him. Forever. Added, Who added was that guy time. that you really liked? The one man band. Oh uh, yeah, Leo Sayer. He's great. Dress up as, as yeah. a clown because he was shy. He's got a great voice. His voice is amazing.
God. I, we I'm should uh we should put Trump's face on that one man band song. <laughs> no, I don't want to do that to Leo. Sayer. But that's that's a disservice to Leo. Yeah. yeah, Leo doesn't deserve that. But I, yeah, I, we could find some other thing that that basically maybe we can find like a Beyonce thing, you know, that says the same <laughs> sort of thing or like Spice Girls <laughs> or something. Oh god, know, we'll figure we'll figure out something though. Oh, <laughs> so net neutrality. Net neutrality. It, what's fucked up is that Google's not really getting behind it this time. No, I think the, a lot of the these companies. Are, well, I think a lot of these companies are kind of like, well, I guess we're rich and we'll work it out. And here's the really the other thing that's sort of scary about that is that like Google and Netflix and these companies that are that are publicly against ending net neutrality, but who are in a position to still be okay from it. You know, right. who's not in a position to be okay from it is. Is anyone trying to enter any of these markets? Now, I know we're not right. probably going to see any new search engines that really – we know we're not going to probably but we see – But we could, yes. And there's a barrier to entry that's created by this system that's very real. And it's not just for these big like, streaming – it's for any kind of business that wants to flourish online. Can you imagine no if you're like a competitor and they're like – you go into a – to start a restaurant and they're like, well, every single business around you is – McDonald's, yeah. Buffalo Wild Wings, Burger King. So good luck. Yeah. And they get tax breaks because, you know, they, they sucked off Trump. And <laughs> like, I'm like, well, I'll suck off Trump. And they're like, it's not good enough. Like, it's just fucking not good enough. You, you can't suck good yeah. enough. Yeah. I don't know. It's depressing. Like, this, this year has been extraordinarily depressing in a lot of ways. I just, I don't know. I don't think 2018 is going to be any better. I think we're going to start to see the effects of some of these things in 2018. It's going to be better. Well, we're going to see the Mueller see investigation. Like, yeah, yeah. That would be, um, there is there's, there's light in some corners of the tunnel. But also, if we can keep the internet neutral, if we can keep net neutrality, then there is a p potential for a grassroots movement above uh, amongst the 300 million Americans. If yeah. you don't keep it neutral, then you can't have a grassroots movement. And like, I think that there are trumpets that would change. I think that there are yeah. Republicans that would change. I think that there are Democrats that would change to a more progressive platform. But if we end net neutrality now, that's bad. It, it's impossible for that sort of rise. Then you have the rise of the rebels. Then you have like the hacktivists, the anonymous people really taking control of things mm -hmm. and being seen as criminals and this and that, but they're really, they're the La Resistance. Mm -hmm. They're like the resistance fighters in like um, Hitler occupation. But mm -hmm. if we can keep neutrality, if we can keep net neutrality, we can eliminate that need to fight desperately. Yeah. But and make it civil, like yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Radicalism leads to radicalism. The extreme extreme changes uh, that are being proposed are going to lead to, you know, eventually to more extreme reactions and problems and. 
You know, this isn't responsible governance. This isn't responsible uh, or thoughtful or science-based or economics-based. I mean, this this is an administration and a political party that I, I, so I think the biggest observation I've had over the last year or so is that nothing about the Republican Party or conservative politics is driven by actual economics. Right. I mean, it is driven by poverty in that when people are poor and uneducated, they're more likely to just vote blindly based on their oh, emotional God. response. But Can you say that out loud. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. it's true. Right. But 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 what what conservatism is actually is just a cultural movement. And it's not even for anything like, you know, strong families or anything like that. It's for simply for an aggrievement. And a, and a uh, revanchist, like reactionary, anti-other politics, and that's it. That's all it is now. You know, th I know that there's the like fiscal conservatives out there who just believe that we need to be responsible with money. But they're but they're still going to vote for this tax plan to yeah. expand the deficit because they, for some reason, have have fallen into this crazy belief that tax cuts equal financial uh, 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 boom. Responsibility, you know, that's the thing. No, the response, financial responsibility is about not just balancing the budget, but like having a long-term plan that's sustainable, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and if you are just cutting taxes like crazy so that everything falls apart, that's not really sustainable. Uh, I mean, you can't, you know, like there's, there's, this gets very complicated when you get into all of this, but like the, mostly these people don't really like the people voting for these people don't care about tax cuts. It's just one of those lines that's been sort of, you know, those tax and spend Democrats, rah, 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 rah. you know, it's like, we're going to cut taxes and everyone thinks we're going to have more money, but then they don't actually have any more money because they're poor and they don't, they don't pay that many taxes anyways. You right. know, like all these and fucking people are going to make a lot more money and not hire anyone. And all these people that are like, we lost our jobs because the coal mine shut down and Trump's like, I'm going to get you jobs again. Don't have jobs, but at least they've got the red meat to fucking chew on it's and like, blood. Actually, we got a coal mine going in Indonesia. Yeah, yeah. Their island. It's it's really making money for the company. But I guess you know. Here's the other thing: if you're like unemployed and you're on unemployment benefits or disability, and you're sad and you're overweight and you sit around the house all day listening <laughs> to Fox News and eating McDonald's and Drinking Coors and whatever, like all you need really yeah, is that Fox News. You know, I, I'm oh. sorry, but I mean this is the this is the thing. Like <laughs> we got the two minutes hate and we got it twenty four seven. Like we've got this ability to like tune out from all the things that might make life better and tune in instead to these outrage provocateurs and 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 I think you know like. And I don't think it's just limited to conservatives at all, but I think that that's like that there's something special about the sort of Fox News, Breitbart, right wing machine uh, that that the the left has never been able to harness quite the same way. I think that I think that some may might try if they could, but I don't know. I just think it's it's almost like you know how like people sit around and they just play video games all day and they escape the world. Maybe young people who can't find satisfying employment or whatever. I think the same thing happens with like. Older people who have been left out of the economy and whatnot, and what they do is they sit around and they they watch Fox News, and it gives them something to latch onto, and this sort of this sort of uh, facts, uh, this 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 false meaning, this 
but something, you know, something is better than nothing. It's, 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 it's very addictive. I'm sure. It's addictive to find something like we're all in the echo chamber. You can't get out of the echo chamber. Right. Because, but maybe if we end net neutrality, we'll just, there will be literally no way out of the echo chamber. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem to move in the right direction, at least, you know? Like, it's bad enough already, but this is not going to make it better. I, Just like I think it's, having... It's... Sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. It's fucking insane for conservative voters to vote against their interests. Mm-hmm. Like to vote to against Obamacare, to vote, to like let the FCC end these net neutrality. Like, it's like, what about this? Okay, I'm a Trump supporter, I'm a conservative, but the only fucking internet provider that comes to my rural ass uh, farm, well, used to be a farm. My rural ass <laughs> decrepit <Armageddon>. farm <laughs> is uh, uh, DSL, and yeah. DSL only supports the <laughs> the the left. So you can't even get your internet anymore. You can't even get your Trump supporters anymore. Like we want that. It's uh yeah, it's a mess. There's a uh, in um. Kevin Smith's uh he tried to make an animated series for uh Clerks Clerks animated series. Oh yeah, I did not hear about and, that. And uh, oh, it's hilarious. It's it's really funny. <laughs> I love it because I'm a total Clerks uh person, but uh uh one episode has like how this really wealthy person is going to take over the world. Yeah. And they have a room full of supporters. And he's breaking down each section of it. Here is where we're going to undo your jobs. Here is where we're going to outsource your jobs so that we can make more money. Here's how we're going to do this. And and then there's this one part where it's like, here is where we're going to sprinkle a few crumbs on you so you think that you're getting what you want. And all the people say, crumbs, crumbs, crumbs. (laughs) Like, that's what's happening. That's the Trump dynasty in a nutshell is that all these people who like they hate the government, they they think the government's bullshit, like they think that the corporations and free markets can really save them. Trump's like, "You know what? My tax plan has some crumbs for you." And they're all like, "Crumbs, yeah. crumbs, crumbs." So true. It's so true. It's so horrific. Well, on that depressing note, on the note of crumbs, I think we got to wrap this up. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Anyway, you know, this has been a good hour or so. So, no fucking ain't um, right. Fucking Dharma Bums, man. Dharma Bums podcast. Dharma Bums podcast. Brought to you by Comcast. Comcast. And, you know, we're paying for the fast lane now. So, our podcast is going to be better. Than everyone else's podcast. Yeah. We're, we're going to pay for that. We're going to pay for yeah. that. Yeah. Also, Comcast said if I give them a rim job, they'll suck my dick later. So perfect. There you we'll go. Do that.
That's a win-win situation here. Yeah, except uh, I don't want to lick any asshole, but I'll do it. Well, I can fast lane you know, my show, I mean, you know. You got to make sacrifices. That's what that's the American dream, right there. <laughs> right there. Comcast <laughs> literally has no sacrifices to make, <laughs> but I will actually have to lick someone's asshole. This <laughs> and is you'll the like American it. dream, <laughs> and I'll like it. <laughs> All right, we'll be back next week. Thanks for listening. Peace. Right. Thanks for coming. Come Good every chance, chance you can. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.